0: Saturday. Hold it. When a bully asks for it, Give it to me. He's gonna get it. From Webster. Then, the old folks need protecting. He's got a gray belt in karate. Sidekicks. Saturday. Weekdays, join the boys' club. We both have so much in common. And we're very honest and trustworthy. The fun starts at 5 with The Ricker. Oh, there's a provocative pseudonym. (laughs) On Silver Spoons. Boy, is this exciting. And at 5.30... Boy, this place is neat. Don't miss Webster's magical brand of comedy. Great idea, huh? It's so... American. It's back-to-back fun with Silver Spoons and Webster. Weekdays starting at 5, here on 50. Friday, join the kids from the Cosby Show, Punky Brewster, Silver Spoons, and Give Me a Break on an all-new holiday treat. When Andy Williams and the NBC Kids search for Santa, then Mr. T, Emmanuel Lewis, and Ty Babylonia and Randy Gardner bring holiday cheer in a Christmas dream. Friday. Set my ways, losing track of in the light Never getting caught up Love was never brought up It's not the thing Where again I discuss 25 Christmas sitcom episodes Please come and listen Every day until Christmas I'm sure we'll feature We'll definitely talk about more. Yeah. Happy Tuesday, everybody, and welcome back to sitcom. All ye faithful, we made it to day twenty. That's right. After today, there's only five installments left in this year, but I'm already saying it now. Next year, we're coming back for 25 more. Um, I wonder if I can do 25 new sitcoms or 24 or 23, because it's looking like this year I am going to do 23 series that I didn't do last year. Originally, I was thinking, well, I'd like to do some repeats and some new ones, but it seems like, based on what I've done so far and what I've penciled in for the final five episodes, uh, in, including some with some special guest stars that the geek mentality world uh, should be familiar with. Um, when all is said and done, there'll be 23 different uh, unique series from last compared to last year, including this one, Webster, where I am uh, excited because I put Webster in the theme song. So I said, I, I got to do it. That that forces my hand. I mentioned Webster. I'm doing Webster. And here we are talking about Webster's season five Episode 12 episode, Simple Gifts, which originally aired on December 14th, 1987. I was a wee 11-year-old, but the star of the show, Emmanuel Lewis, was already 35 years old. No, actually, uh, Emmanuel Lewis was born in 1971, so he was 16 years old, but he is um, a little guy. You know, I'm looking on, on his Wikipedia page, and it says uh, that his height only changed six inches since his childhood appearances in Webster. I think the last time I saw him was on The Surreal Life. Uh, but he is, it says, making him relatively short. But it says here there's no known condition that would explain his his height. So he is just, he's a, he's a little person who was a little teenager who could really pull off being a, a little kid. Like, I don't know if Webster, they ever said his age or if he was supposed to be, you know, just um, just this kid. I don't know if Webster's age was the same as Emmanuel Lewis's age, but the show uh, started in 1983. So he was already 12 years old then, and he was very tiny. Um, just, a, just a wee, just a wee uh, Webster. And the story of Webster is... He is a an orphan whose parents uh, were killed in a car accident, and he's taken in by his godfather, played by uh, retired football star George. uh, I mean, played by retired football star Alex Karras. Uh, His character was also a retired football star named George Papadopoulos. Now they became uh, Webster's parents. I. I, I watched this as a kid, but here here's things I remember as a kid. And I don't know if I watched it when it was first on. I mean, I'm in 1983, I am seven years old at this point. So I probably watched it while I was already in syndication. And it kind of it was one of those shows where I remember it being on during the day more than it being an evening show. It turns out that uh, it was syndicated while it was also still making new episodes. So it got canceled. I didn't read all the information on it, but I remember it being on most of the day. And what I remember is there was an apartment, there was a fire, and he, he talked about his mentos. I, and I, I could be wrong. I'm not taking notes. Those were his mementos. His uncle was Ben Vereen, I think most most known from Zubilee Zoo, of course. And But he lived with uh, George and his wife, Catherine. But the weird thing to me always was that uh, Webster all never called them mom and dad, which is fine because it's not their parents, and he had parents. But it was always George and ma'am. And that's just, like, stuck with me. Like, why didn't George get, you know, called... He, he couldn't call them Pop for Papadopoulos, but it was always George. Uh, and Catherine was always ma'am, which is, you know, I think very... Um, uh, polite, and the kid had manners. Um, and the cool thing is uh, that George, uh, not George, uh, Alex Carris, who played George Papadopoulos, and actress Susan Clark, who played Catherine Papadopoulos, were married in real life. They got married in 1980, and it wasn't these, one of these marriages where, oh, they were married, and then they, they you know, they, it didn't last. No, no. They were married from 1980 to 2012, when sadly Alex Karras passed away, something like it, just the fact that they were a real married couple—if I was out and about, and all of a sudden I saw George and Mam walking by me—it would have blown my mind. And I'm not saying as a kid; I'm saying it would have blown my mind as an adult. So with me, Webster, I think of uh, the George and Mam thing. I think of the apartment, but then they moved to a house that had uh, like a hidden door. It had a clock that you could, that Webster could use to go. I think to the basement all the way up to his bedroom. That like the door came out of his closet. And some, it, I remember being scared of an episode where these burglars showed up and uh, Webster was alone. They finally left him alone, and that's when burglars show up. Uh, and he had to um, hide in the clock. The clock was like a, you could actually pull it out like a door. It was a big grandfather clock. Very, very awesome. And of course, the theme song. It was you, there was you, then came you. It lasted six seasons and 150 episodes. I didn't realize it lasted that long. And I watched today's episode, uh, Simple Gifts, on Pluto. So it is available. I don't know if it's all on Pluto. I think at one point it was on Hulu. But right now it's on Pluto for free. There are commercials. And that, but they're really not that obtrusive. It's like watching on regular TV. You hit play, go through a couple of commercial breaks that aren't that long. It's except it's the same commercials. You know, I've noticed when I watch streaming shows, like the commercial blocks are usually the same commercials over and over. And I feel like. You could say, "Wow, they're really getting their, you know, their money's worth, like there in every commercial break." But to me, sometimes it it makes me almost tune out after the third time. I'm like, oh, this one again. Let me just, not that I'm, you know, I'm paying attention so much to ads anyway, but it kind of, oh, it's the third time. It's this ad again. I forget what it's even about. Oh, it's something about some kind of credit card. Oh, great, awesome. Anyway, what does that have to do with Webster? Nothing, except that that's how I watched it today on Pluto. And there's a link to the show in the show notes if you want to watch this episode. Um, it is great that while we have all these these streamers that charge money for premium content, uh, there's still you know well uh, there's still good content and sometimes uh, premium you know uh, you know newly produced content that is available on these free ser- these free services commercial you know with commercials uh, such as Pluto or Tubi and Freevee those are the those are the three that I think of. Pluto's the one I think of the least. I guess Peacock has might have some a free free stuff too, um, but at this point I'm paying for Peacock. So, anyway, Simple Gifts. What is Simple Gifts about? Well, it's about Catherine's rich uncle showing up for Christmas. Uh, but here's the thing: the rich uncle is portrayed by none other than John Aston. Television royalty, Gomez Adams himself, John Astin. And when he shows up, I expected... Now, I don't think this is filmed in front of a live studio audience. I think the laughter was canned. But nobody thought to put canned applause. You know, like, yay, that's John Astin. Like, wow, look who it is. They make no mention of it. And he is terrific in this episode. He's full John Astin, just full with energy, full with energy, uh, full of energy, full of positivity, just like like there's you know I, I watched the Adams family up uh, last year for Christmas, and he has this like mischievous look in his eyes, and he's always but, but he always seems to be you know doing it doing something for for good, but it just looks like he's up to no good in a fun way, and it's kind of how he is in this. The episode uh, is you know it's Christmas time obviously, and uh, George and. Webster is setting up a Christmas tree, and it really doesn't look all that great. But they're all excited because Uncle Charles is showing up, and he shows up with gifts for everybody. He's got this like this, I don't know, uh, crystal thing for um, for Catherine. He's but then he like he has a first edition. Was it Huckleberry Finn or Tom? Sorry, I think it was Huckleberry Finn signed by Mark Twain for Webster. Webster's like, well, I better not lose this on the bus. That's my Webster impression. And then for George, he's like, "Here, I had this. He had a fully produced, um, like highlights of George Papadopoulos NFL, uh, narrated by Frank Gifford. You hear Frank Gifford in it, with with like a full, um, like production team. There's credits. George is watching this later, and like, there's a there's a assistants, there's producers, there's a best boy. What's a best boy? It basically, it's like he made a football life before a football life was a thing." Uh, On the NFL Network I feel like they could have just sold this to the NFL Network You know, years later And George watched it and he loved it But it was too much The whole thing with this episode Is it was, you know, George Doesn't want things to go to Webster's head He doesn't like That that this guy's showing up And um, Just being Overly indulgent With, mostly with Webster uh, Catherine's used to it because that's how she grew up with with Charles. She goes, "He's, you know, he's always been this way, and he means no harm." But at one point, he says, "You know, they were going to go see the Christmas parade, and George couldn't wait to get there and talk about, uh, you know, and get to the peanut guy." And uh, Uncle Charles is like, "Nonsense!" He goes, "I've uh, I've rented a a a, a blimp, They're like one of those balloons, like the Goodyear. He goes the very same." And he's like, I guess we'll have to, we, we won't, um, we won't do the peanuts. Then he's like, nonsense. Or he says, I actually, um, I hired a guy to be on the, the, uh, on the ship too. So instead of going to the parade, like they do with tradition, they're flying in a blimp. And I'm like, part of me is like, I mean, what's the big deal? This guy seems to be super rich and he wants to, you know, just indulge his family. And he was really sweet to Webster uh, like, there was nothing wrong with it, except George thought it was sending the wrong message. Well, later on, we get the, we get the wrong message where um, they said to Webster, oh, Webster, you dropped this quarter. Oh, oh I'm sorry. So um, Catherine says, you know, Uncle Charles, can you kind of like just like make it a little, you know, just kind of limit things a little bit um, and just do something, you know, um, just just have a nice day with him or I f- maybe that was the second thing the first thing is like they have a day together they can't wait to go out and do something so what do they do he take he flies them first class to New York to go see a play After the, and they go to the museums he's like well if you go to a museum you gotta go to New York I don't know where this takes place like didn't they move they moved to San Francisco right do they live in San Francisco now I feel like because at the beginning of this season there was like Three episodes called San Francisco. Maybe they just visited San Francisco, but they wherever they were. That they, I don't think they, that would have been too much. They flew to New York. Yeah, there's no way they're in San Francisco. Uh, they flew to New York to see the play, um, and uh, at one point, Catherine's like, "Oh, you dropped a quarter, Webster." He's like, "Eh, it's only a quarter." He didn't say it like he was a, like he was a greaser. He says, "It's only a quarter," and George is like, "Huh? What?" He got really upset because now. Uh, Webster is not valuing money. Oh, it's only a quarter. Who cares? So they realize, uh, oh, you know, this is getting too much. Uh, maybe you could just do something within the city limits next time. And he ends up taking him someplace and getting him, getting a huge tree with him. Like he just ends up, he he just ends up putting his foot in his mouth over and over because he keeps spoiling him too much. And the thing is, he, he, he's he's leaving. He's leaving. He's got to go because he's going to um, he's going to go to some coronation. And he can't wait to go to the coronation to the queen or some some duchess. Ah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but the he realizes the error of his ways and just he apologizes. And at the end, oh, I'm not going to cut this yarn out. At the end, he gives Webster a quarter and he goes, what is this? He goes, what is this? Is this like a rare quarter? What is it worth? He goes, it's worth exactly 25 cents. And It's just his way of saying, you know, you you don't, don't, uh, you know, don't get used to this lifestyle. Don't stop, don't value or stop valuing, uh, you know, that what you have, Uh, because money is important. And you know, you can't just like say, oh, this doesn't count or that doesn't count. Getting too big for your britches. Uh, George actually has a conversation with him too, where he talks about, you know, we used to go to the mall and you want to go to an arcade, and when you I gave you a quarter, you worked for that quarter. Now I'm thinking, it's a a friggin' quarter, really? And then I realize, it is 1987, but no, at that point, my dad would give me a whole dollar. Now that, like you think about that now, you say, a dollar, that's all you got? My dad gave me a dollar, so I could make four quarters and go play four games at the arcade when we went to the mall. Uh, And I thought it was amazing, I thought it was the best. Um, I think when I went to the mall, when I was in high school, he once gave me 10 bucks, and I thought, I... My, you know, I can do whatever I can do anything at the mall. Um, I have ten dollars in my wallet now. I still feel like wow, I can't believe I have this much money in my wallet. But Webster, you know, he he learned the error of of his ways pretty quickly. Charles um, apologized, and he was going to leave. They got their tree back to normal because they got rid of. Oh, he brought in this this like beautiful tree that was like uh, from a you know that spent tons of money on that was perfectly. You know already decorated And he hired someone to bring reindeer But he's like no we're not going to do the reindeer I'm Sorry sorry And the end of the episode ends with uh, You know Charles apologizing Everything going back to normal And he leaves But then he comes back And he's like you're back And he goes yeah I, I realize I don't, I don't want to be with uh, the princesses I don't want to be over for the coronation I want to be with the people who matter I want to be with you guys And they're like you know it's Christmas Can we do something Christmassy George says we haven't even read It was the night before Christmas which isn't it called like a visit from old, from St. Nicholas or something? But anyway, they're like, can we re- finally read it? So they all sit by the fire. Webster sits on Uncle Charles' lap and George uh, reads from the poem. And Uncle Charles has to do the clippity-clop when at the right time. He does it a little early. Webster, they, they add in some sound, like Webster makes some sound effects too. And that's the photo. I had to take a screenshot because there's not a lot of pictures of this episode um, out there. But I found it. But I didn't find it. I actually had to make it. I, on Tubi, I had, to, I had to freeze it at the right exact moment before the credits roll. Um, but I got a good shot with everyone in it. Good enough. I mean, it's not in HD. Uh, isn't it crazy that you think, like, you'd watch these shows as kids, right? Then HD comes out, and now those shows look worse than they used to. Like, they didn't look this bad on my, you know, 15 inch black and white or 15 inch color TV in my bedroom. Uh, as a kid Or 10 inch 15 inch That was probably huge They didn't look that bad uh, So You know It's weird That These they Converting Some of these old shows To HD uh, They don't quite Or you know Watching them on HD TVs Or something They don't quite uh, Maybe they just Maybe they just weren't um, Probably Properly stored Or, or, or You know um, Preserved over the years I don't know Because then you could see Some old black-and-white movies or old black-and-white TV shows, and they look brilliant because they were probably shot on film back then. Um, But I think that's it. I think I'm done. Getting this one late, but I did watch it earlier today uh, during my lunch break. But um, I didn't get to talk about it because I was talking about something else on a different podcast on Fine Movies, Fine Spirits. Got together with my usual band of merry men and some special guest stars. To talk about It's a Wonderful Life. That's coming out on Christmas Eve. Uh, if you aren't a subscriber, go to fansnotexperts.com slash findmovies, and you can find uh, links there for the Spotify and for the um, Apple, and, you know, for those things. Uh, the, the latest episode, the latest full episode just went out uh, yesterday. Uh, Elf. We do Elf from 2003, so I think you should check that out. It is a movie show um, with hosted by me and my two friends, uh you know even though we're doing a family movie there are swear words that do come up so just warning there um but that's it i am done i i think i wanted to do webster last year and there's there's two christmas episodes that popped up uh this was one of them i think this one was with this one was ranked a little higher so i watched this one i'm glad i did mainly to see john astin and just to see Emmanuel Lewis. i you know he he didn't do much after Webster. There's a, there's a. He did, he's well known for this, for doing some commercials, for doing a Christmas special with Mr. T that I played a clip like a, a commercial for at the beginning of this. Uh, but he, unfortunately, you see him. You go, there's Webster. Like you know, it doesn't. You you might say that like that like he's the character, which he's not. He's a he's a person. But um, the kid had comic timing. Well, the kid, he was a teenager then, but he had comic timing. He he was deliver. His delivery was you know spot on. Like he wasn't just this kid who looked cute, so they stuck him in a in a show. Like he 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 definitely held his own. Um, and this is the second show this year where the dad is a former uh, athlete, professional athlete. Don't forget, Mr. Belvedere, uh, just a bit outside Bob Eucher, and now um, Alex Karras, who probably is best known for you know, his time in football, but didn't he, wasn't he suspended for life for gambling from football? And of course, blazing saddles and his son, I believe it's his son, at least plays or play for the Patriots. I, I, I have to look that up. Uh, but at one point he did. All right, that's it. I'm, I'm, uh, tapping out. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. And the website is fansnotexperts.com. It's December 20th. Christmas time is, is really here. Like a week from today, Christmas is done and gone. This podcast, these episodes are done and gone for another year. But f- don't fear not, uh, Geek Mentality will be back in March for the final installment of Marchy mcfly and if you just want to hear my voice in the meantime i'm all over the place on at fansnotexperts.com. There's, there's a bevy of shows a bevy of shows that you could subscribe to uh if you want you could you don't even have to listen just subscribe i, I appreciate it <laughs> so until tomorrow my friends once again thank you for listening thank you for subscribing and here Is my theme song. This is my podcast, I made it. Geek Mentality's what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome. I think that I'm worth your time and I'm kinda handsome. My mom says, please listen and please subscribe. At least listen to this
1: episode
0: fans not experts